Dark swords will handle art to spark souls And sark souls to cross roads and bandits are Catacombs and giant doors Protect the chest of swords and legendary items With the dragon bones and iron doors It's a grand theft of Elk Scrolls Simon's quest for Joe and Earl Rock shoes to F crew Keeps the exit gaming news The police need some bad dudes To crash crew like Bandicoot All shit and gaming and glitch Control on shows Control issues. Well, yes, yes, y'all. Yes, y'all. Yes, yes y'all. y'all. Well, this is Control Issues. I am the AMC. And this is a dub. You can find us at control issues.com. That's control with a dash in the middle issues.com. You can also go to twitch.tv slash control issues pod. We put up gameplay videos there from time to time. You can go to your podcast provider, look for control issues, download it, subscribe to it, rate it, review it, let us know that you're out there. And lastly, my control issues is the Twitter handle. Hit us up. Oh yes, a dub. We are at the end of the year. We got about like two weeks left, maybe um, yeah, we got a little time left. Yeah, we got a regular episode this week, and then you could check out the trolleys next week. Yes. It's a little preview. We got Jeff Keeley on the production. We got we got Hideo Kojima in, in, in attendance. And we got a shoestring budget. <laughs> Our budget is literally just a shoestring. We got we got the the Shake Hydro. Waterman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, A-Dub, let's get right into it because we only have a few more weeks to play the games that we have been playing for 2019. So, mm-hmm. A-Dub, what have you been playing? Well, first I'm going to start with what I've been watching. Mm. I mean, of course, copious amounts of My Hero Academia Season 4. But I was also treated to... A marathon of One Punch Man season two on Adult Swim last night. And I'm watching these episodes. Keep in mind, first time I was exposed to One Punch Man season two was in an article revealing the trailer and people complaining. People talking about, oh, the, the animations changed. It looks cheap. It looks terrible. It looks bad. And I'm watching season two with all that at the back of my mind. And I'm just sitting there like, this is great. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know what people are complaining about. If you're a fan of One Punch Man, just watch this shit and quit complaining. I like it's like one season in, and there's already the purest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh mercy! But anyway, what I've been playing is a whole lot of Children of Morta. So you could check out those those streams on twitch.tv slash control issues pod. I finally unlocked all of the characters. I have defeated the first boss of the first region. Mm -hmm. So I've officially moved on to the second region, which is a sandy area reminiscent of Chaldeum from Diablo. If you're into that sort of thing, got your mother back, got my mother back. At the at the expense of another family member who oh. shall not be named, oh. it was a very a very heart wrenching moment. But it was climactic. It was full of action. It was outstanding. Uh, the game just keeps getting better. I mean, I'm unlocking uh, up lo- unlocking and upgrading more permanent skills for the family, so I'm getting more durable, swifter, you know, more cunning. Um, leveling up my roster of characters to a certain level about level 14 so i have as many of their passive family traits working for me as i can at this point in the game before i need to start the the arduous grind to getting to skill level 20 and it's not really grindy you just got to know what you're doing but yeah i unlocked the remainder of the characters one of which is lucy which is the youngest in the family she's a mage she remains stationary and throws fireballs that you know spurn off little sidewinder fireballs that you can upgrade to get more of them going do more damage uh she has a tornado 
<laughs> she sends out a decoy. She can get herself a little personal shield that absorbs some attacks to sort of compensate for her inability to move while attacking. I also unlocked Ben's son, Mark, who is a massive hammer wielding slow guy. Uh, he he gets damage boost if he gets hit and then he can hit you on the next one even harder so you dish it out he's dishing it back harder he's, mm -hmm. he's a big deal so i got those characters uh lucy is an absolute monster on my first run with her i took her from level zero to about level 14 completed a whole a whole dungeon without dying did a an additional area that was a part of the story did that you know had a couple deaths had to figure out how to engage with the boss. Overall, I mean, this game just keeps giving me more of what I love. You know, every every so often I get that the equivalent of a cutscene. Every now and then the narrator just chimes in with some information or some lore. Uh, now that I'm in a new region, I'm running into like new kind of side quests and occurrences that are random. Every now and then I still get the opportunity to chase the the ostrich owl hybrid thing that gives me the golden eggs that allow me to respect my characters. <laughs> mm, respect on your characters. Still haven't managed to go back and clear out the region that I have to chase that bird through. That's that's one of my main goals. You know, popping trophies, moving the game along, upgrading my family. It's it's awesome. I highly recommend Children of Morta to anyone who who was a fan of you know, solid, impactful story narratives as well as Diablo-style gameplay. You have plenty of characters to choose from. They all play differently. You, if you're a fan of roguelikes or roguelites, you can you can get into this game. You know, you get power-ups and and relics and spells that last throughout an entire run. And then you know, the dungeons are procedurally generated. Enemies, items, all that stuff. It's all at random. But you got your wits about you. You got your family. You got your skills. I'm at the point now where I'm getting assistance from the family, no matter what character I'm playing. So if I get a perfect dodge, Lucy will drop in a decoy after image that the enemies all snake around as I can hit them for free without them paying attention to me. Uh, if I'm, if I get a critical hit or like I have a higher critical hit chance and my boy Kevin shows up, hits him from the shadows. It's awesome. Every now and then I, I might get a random sword dropped on an enemy from, from father John <laughs> from dad. <laughs> and then I, I don't think I have Linda's past past skill yet. Linda's the archer. She can move and shoot at the same time. She was instrumental in my defeat of the main boss of the entire first area i just switched to her thinking that i would level her up a bit get her skill and then use somebody else to beat it but it turned out range was the achilles heel for that boss i was able to take linda in and take it down on the first run so it was awesome ah, man children of mortis the shit but amc what have you been playing i have been well first of all I watched a little bit of that Children of Mortar, and that game is the fucking shit. I cannot wait to get my hands on it. And then you're going to be able to enjoy co-op with it. So oh, that's yes. a whole new level. It's going to be family on family on family. Yes. <laughs> so much family. So much family just handling business. It would be great if, like, E-Single, something great happened with him, and you just reap some of those, like, benefits in you personally. He has a passive skill yeah. that, I've been in, that I'm just out and about. I benefit from. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, but um, yes, Children Water, definitely check that out. Check out the Twitch stream because I think anybody who looks at that will immediately considering buying this game. Uh, with that said, I have been putting a lot of work into that Divinity because I thought by now I, I would have beaten it within this week. <laughs> uh, where we left off last week was I pretty much got to the Source Temple, which I'm assuming is the final sequence of the game because it's now the Source, the origin, where everything has gone wrong and where I can correct everything. And so I get there, I get to a door, the door can talk to you because it's divinity, and the door tells me, <laughs> you haven't found enough of the Star Stones, and so you haven't um, fulfilled or, I guess, rebuilt yourself up from where you were originally to where you need to be, and because of that you're not whole and i cannot let you pass and so i'm like all right well now it's time for fetch question so i go out <laughs> and i literally spent about 
I want to say four hours searching and I came across one star stone. I get that star stone. I get a uh, cinematic memory that comes back to me. It plays out like um, one of the big key moments of why things are the way they are. And then after that, I'm like, all right, so that's it. And then I go back and it says NASA and more star stones. Nah, nah. <laughs> so at this you point, you didn't watch behind your ears. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, I'm searching everywhere. I have no what to. I have no idea what to do. I talk to characters. I'm reading the the mission logs, and it's telling me you need to go talk to the uh, the teller of secrets. And I go to this lady, and I, uh, she has maps on her. I bought all the maps, and I look at all the secrets of the maps where the star stones are, and it's like I've already done this. And worst thing about it is i got those star stones and they weren't star stones that they were bloodstones so something is wrong here mm. <laughs> hours pass and then i realize star stones are bloodstones are star stones so wait, I, wait what <laughs> yeah so i i guess the lore that i had been reading was that so the main character leandra she's been collecting stones and making them into bloodstones and the the way you make bloodstones is you kill people so very much similar to full metal alchemist and the philosopher's stone mm-hmm. and so i was like all right so they're just basically taking the inert star stones infusing it with blood because when you find the inert uh, stones you can't combine it with things and so i'm assuming that i would have had the ability to create bloodstones as well and so i just basically taken out oh these are basically star stones that are repowered with the bodies of humans the blood of humans Mm -hmm. uh so i had been finding these and i just been holding on to them and then i realized why don't i just use one and see what happens i use it my character gets more powerful a dub i've been sitting on eight of these things (laughs) (laughs) how much more powerful did your character get uh well i just got like around like seven thousand experience points which is like a solid battle but more importantly yeah (laughs) yeah and on top of that i get memory i I get a memory return to me and then also so with it uh every time you use a star stone there's four elementals uh you progress enough with like the stars star stones that you get all four elementals within get you access to more of the master skills so i i had that that was sitting on then on top of it uh I needed that in order to get to the ending. So I use up all. You use it and it turns into a star stone. No, so it just it turns into an inert stone. So I basically what happens is I use the bloodstone, it drops it on the ground, it replenishes my character's health, and then on top of that, I get experience, and then it becomes an inert star stone. So somehow it's basically they were taking star stones and then they were infusing them with blood to make them bloodstones. Mm-hmm. So I did not know that. And plus, on top of that, um, so in the game, I had come across like a character that was hurt, or at least a creature that was hurt out in the world, and it said I couldn't heal it with magic, and the only way I could heal it was with a bloodstone. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a side mission. So once that happened, which happened early on in the game, it's like, oh, well, I need to save these things, because apparently they're important for missions. But they weren't. <laughs> They're only important for that one mission. So yeah, so I use them up, and I'm like, oh, hell yeah. This is like hours of this weekend that it took me to get to this point. The good thing about it, though, was in all that searching, I went back and completed a bunch of side missions because I skipped over a ton of things. And with that, like I was just like, I'll just do these, and maybe this will somehow lead me to a star stone. So it did get me to go back and, and complete a lot of like uh, side quests that were important to filling out the overall narrative of the game, which is good. So I'm happy that it forced me to do that. But yeah, now I'm at this point where I went back, I went and talked to the door. The door says, "Oh, you may pass." <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, "Oh, hell yeah." I go past the door, and now I have to do the Trials of Ascension, yes. which are another set of puzzles. So now I'm in the middle of that. I had to walk away from the game because we had to record this episode, but I cannot wait to get back in there and potentially oh, beat this Oh, you just game. got in there. I got in there, and I played a little of it, and it was immediately difficult. Like, it's, oh, I got to do a lot of searching. I do a lot of puzzle solving. There's a lot of levers and cranks that I need to just, like, grab and pull and... <laughs> to open things and get things moving so those puzzles yeah so it's bas- it's i'm assuming it's the last puzzle it was already a lot of puzzle solving to get into the source temple and now it's the next level which is i guess even harder puzzles um so yeah once i get that done ideally i'll have beaten this game i want to get into 2020 without 
having to play more at Divinity that's if possible. A, that's an excellent goal. I'm trying to go into 2020 <laughs> with at least either Children of Morta done or Children of Morta and Death Stranding or just some, some other game. I got to get back into Death Stranding. I don't believe I'll put that on the back burner for so long. Yeah, the the, the backlog is, is building and... I have no problem with it because it's it's a beautiful backlog. I can't wait to play it. But there's all I got more games coming on Christmas, so it's going to be a problem soon. Hey, yes, and we got new consoles coming. Yeah, and we got new consoles, and we got new new ways of playing these consoles. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it a little later. Yeah, um, and so yeah. With that said, let's get into the topics of the week. Top topics of, of the, the week. week. Um, so we skipped this last week because there was just so much news with the Game Awards, with that Game Awards, and with the uh, state of play that we decided that we would hold off on doing NPD for this week, especially assuming that there would there wouldn't be a lot of news. Surprisingly, there was actually well, not really a ton of news, but some content out there that basically will have give us a lot to talk about yes but with that let's get into the npd so the best-selling games of november in the u.s the top 20 to be precise mm-hmm. number one <laughs> on go. the list here we go <laughs> call of duty modern warfare 2019 highly expected they say it's got like the best campaign since modern warfare some people are loving it it's got that multiplayer cracking they say the multiplayer is more like battlefield mm-hmm. so Hey, get them, Activision. Killing it. Uh, number two on the list. We were wondering where this would fall in comparison to Call of Duty, and now we know where. Number two, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Now, it's kind of weird because it is a Star Wars game, and you would expect it to sell like crazy. And granted, it must have if it's on, if it's in the top 10, it's number two after Call of Duty. But Call of Duty must have sold like crazy, too. Especially a single player Star Wars game that. Something that people have been begging for. Yeah. Um, actually, there's there's some Star Wars news I forgot to mention. There, there's, a, there's a rumor that they might already be hiring for the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. Respawn posted some, some job listings saying that they want somebody who can work on Star Wars. So we'll see what happens with that. Hopefully, we get that sequel. Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, you enjoyed... Star Wars Fallen Order, you would you would definitely look forward to another sequel. So um, nice to see that this game is selling well. And um, yeah, just good overall for Respawn as a developer. And Respawn recently released a patch that addresses some, some gameplay issues, you know, little detection things going on, ledges that you're, you're not grabbing that you probably should. Hopefully they fix some of those vine jumps. <laughs> yeah, because there would be sections where... I'm leaping from a vine, and it's like, you just didn't grab that? Number three on the list. Now, this is going to be fun. So, number three, four, and five. Number three, Mm. Pokemon Sword. Mm. Number four, Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield Double Pack. Wait, what? That that Rosebud (laughs) with the double D for double dose of that pimp action. Yeah, so... Number four on the list, Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield together in a double pack. And then number five, Pokemon Shield. <laughs> That's some bullshit. <laughs> so they, How are you going to take up three spots with two games, which is really one game? And then a double pack. <laughs> with a bundle. The double pack. A bundle. How is the double pack even eligible? Hey, man, MPD decided to put it on there. Why not just put Pokemon Sword and Shield at, like, number two or number one? There'll be some more news on that. But, um, yeah, so number three, four, and five is controlled by Pokemon. Poke, poke, poke. Pokemon. Number six, Madden NFL 20. What? Number seven, because we were wondering, because your boy, Death Stranding. Ooh, that's, that's pretty rough. Rough, I mean, yeah. It charted number one. So, Well, not, it didn't chart at number one, but I'm saying number one, it charted, which is great. Yeah. I mean, I guess the only caveat would be that uh, of the exclusives, Pokemon did finish higher, but the only other exclusive would be Death Stranding and that finished number seven. And keep in mind, in the months of their releases, neither Greedfall, The Surge 2, or Control charted. So, for Death Stranding to show up means that it must be doing 
pretty well for a walking simulator <laughs> for a hiking simulator <laughs> gotta bring your boots <laughs> and some baby food <laughs> which is if anything i think that's like um the big takeaway is for a game that where people are wondering like what's to this game i don't see a ton of action there's not a lot going on here there's a lot working against this game other than maybe the playstation and kojima boost bump but um yeah to see that it's still sold so people still showed up and gave the game a shot which um is like you can applaud for a very uh sarcastic and <laughs> like you know uh number eight NBA 2K20. It's just still moving. Still moving units. Number nine, Need for Speed Heat. All right. Yeah. <laughs> People okay. want to play Need for Speed. Yeah. Looked okay. Yep. Uh, number 10, Luigi's Mansion 3. Still selling. Still selling. Number 11, FIFA 20. 12. It's still kicking it. Mm-hmm. Borderlands 3. Okay. Yep, still still killing it. Overcoming the controversy. Yep. <laughs> the the questionable drop rates of legendaries on bosses. Number thirteen, the Outer Worlds. Still still moving units. Fourteen, because people hate when it shows up at uh at e uh, at E three, but you know they got to do it because it's gonna sell no matter what. Just Dance twenty twenty. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Number I like that rhythm games are popular. Yeah, because those are like those are the kind of games that really bring people together. Bring out your boy Jason Derulo <laughs> to, to do a performance. Yes. Fifteen Mario Kart Eight. Sixteen The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Still. Still moving it. Still DRE. Seventeen Super Smash Bros Ultimate. Eighteen Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Mm-hmm. People wanted to hate on it, but people still buying. People it. still playing. Nineteen. Grand Theft Auto Five, still <laughs> and still, and then to close out the list, RDR Two, nah, Mortal Kombat Eleven, okay, which, which makes sense. Got to got to get your bird dog. Having a strong year, Mortal Kombat. Nice to see it still in the top twenty. Let's see if it can hold on in December. Cause I cheat and I'm fly. <laughs> uh, so let's get into some notes. Uh, dollar sales attract video game software declined 14 percent in november compared to a year ago to 926 million that's a decline hmm. while year to date you would think more people would have spent on black friday that's the big like i'm gonna get everything cheap holiday yeah exactly while year-to-date sales have fallen 8% to $5.4 billion, gains in software spending on Nintendo Switch have not offset declines across other platforms. So yeah, we're seeing uh, declines as the, uh, the generation comes to a close for PlayStation and Xbox. Everybody's saving up that Series X money. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there's some, I guess I would say overall spending might be down, but individually we're, we're seeing milestones reach. So with that, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Call of Duty Modern Warfare repeats as the best-selling game of the month and maintains its position as the best-selling game of 2019 year-to-date. Call of Duty Modern Warfare also becomes the best-selling game of the trailing 12-month period ending in November. So that's important to note because that's going all the way back to last November. This this Call of Duty Modern Warfare is the best-selling game overall. So lump in Red Dead Redemption that came out last November the previous call of duty oh that came out in october and then um yeah any other games that came out last fall this is the best-selling game um star wars jedi fallen order star wars jedi fallen order achieved the second highest launch month dollar sales for any star wars game in u.s history trailing only 2015's star wars battlefront Mm -hmm. the game also achieved the highest launch month dollar sales for a respawn entertainment developed title in the u.s history so that's a pretty awesome thing for respawn we're seeing in this generation uh dope developers who have made great games on their original ip now getting uh, handed established franchises and selling gangbusters, that being Respawn and um, Insomniac. So awesome. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield, these titles combined to achieve the highest launch month dollar sales of any Pokemon release in U.S. history, topping the previous launch month high set by Pokemon Sun and Pokemon Moon. Were all versions of Pokemon... Here we go, Dub. Were all versions of Pokemon Sword and Shield combined, the aggregate total would be placed as the second best-selling in November, so it would have knocked down Star Wars, but still behind Call of Duty. 
<laughs> That's insane. But then it's, it would have moved everything else up two notches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm sure there are games that were knocked off of that top 20 list because Pokemon had to take up three slots. FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Code Vein. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I hate to have such a hearty laugh like that. <laughs> not, uh, not particularly a, a Code Vein faithful. I haven't played it. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's a bad game. It just doesn't look like the kind of game I would be interested in. It's not an A-dub game. It doesn't, it doesn't reel a player in. Uh, and this note, final note on Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is now the best-selling fighting game in U.S. history mm-hmm. with a lifetime dollar sales total pa- surpassing that of a pre- previous best-selling fighting game, Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Damn. Um, what will be interesting here is I'm going to go through the uh, top 10 best-selling games of 2019 so far and if you go through the list super smash brothers ultimate is the only exclusive on that list uh so number one call of duty modern warfare 2019 as mentioned before the top selling game of 2019 number two nba 2k 20 number three madden nfl 20 number four borderlands 3 mortal kombat 11 number six kingdom hearts 3 Tom Clancy's The Division 2, number 8, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, number 9, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and number 10, still holding on strong on that list, A-Dub, Anthem. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the game that nobody wanted. It's still in the top 10 for the year. For the year, exactly. It didn't even get the overhaul 2.0 patch <laughs> yet, <laughs> which is going to make it better than what it is. Yeah. And hopefully spur those sales back on. Exactly. Nobody wanted it to succeed. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now let's go into the individual consoles, the top five for each of those. So Xbox One, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019. Number two, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Madden NFL 20, NBA 2K20. And number five, Need for Speed Heat. Uh, PlayStation 4, top five. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019, mm-hmm. number two, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, mm-hmm. Death Stranding. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, four, Madden NFL 20, and Need for Speed Heat. Um, and then. So Need for Speed is moving. Yeah, I know. Especially for a franchise that people were kind of down on uh, with their, what is it, with the microtransactions. Uh, is, uh, they even made it look like a jukebox <laughs> <laughs> or you know, a slot machine a jukebox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking money. about Control's free DLC in order for you to do the reward based missions. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got to mess with the jukebox. <laughs> uh, and then Nintendo Switch Top 5. Pokemon Sword, two Pokemon Sword and Shield double pack, mm-hmm. number three Pokemon. So it's funny, <laughs> people are like, "I want that sword," but if I gotta get Shield, I'm just gonna buy both of them. Yeah, and then I guess I'll get Shield. Now I never understood <laughs> like what is the difference between either game. I'm assuming there's like a one Pokemon that's in one that's not in the other. One Pokemon <laughs> is the know. difference between <laughs> an entire game. I, I'm like, is it the starting Pokemon a different? I have no idea, nah. to be honest. Like, I the last one I played was I think Red and Blue, and um, I'm trying to remember what was the difference between those two games. Well, one of the cartridges was red, uh, and one of the cartridges was blue, blue. <laughs> and you had to buy both. Uh, number four yeah, to play Pokemon Purple. <laughs> yeah, put them together with our powers combined. Uh, Luigi's Mansion three and number five Mario Kart eight, uh, and then a final note for consoles nintendo switch was again the best-selling hardware platform of november and remains the best-selling platform of 2019 so they'll be holding on to that until we see the series x and the playstations yes whatever playstation calls their next console wait they're calling it five right it would be to their their benefit if they just stick with the numbers yeah xbox can't even figure out itself it's going through, it's having an identity crisis <laughs> uh, we're now we're the Xbox, and then we're, we're the 360. We, we encompass all the gaming. Well, now we're the one because we're the one gaming solution. And now, well, we got the One X and the One S, and yeah. And now we're the Series X, but we're really still just Xbox. It's like, dude, just slap a two on it. Yeah. <laughs> Call it a day. Start all over from scratch. Quick confusing people at the register. This is why a whole bunch of people are going to end up walking away with Xbox One X's 
come Christmas time 2020 instead of getting their Series X. It's like, oh, you said you wanted the, the Xbox X. It's like the Series, not the one. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a lot of tears. Um, let's get into the next topic of the week. Top topic of the week. A-Dub, you got these next two stories, so where do you want to take it? Do you want to go back dicking, or do you want to go with the uh, the list? Well, well, we'll start with that back dicking. <laughs> uh, so, some of you may know, some of you may not, but Sony recently revealed that they are introducing DualShock 4 back button attachment. So, what this means is that it's a official first-party peripheral you attach to your DualShock 4 controller that adds two customizable buttons. As Sony says... Today, we're excited to introduce DualShock 4 back button attachment to gamers of all skill levels who enjoy playing competitively. This new attachment elevates your gameplay by delivering more versatility and performance while maintaining the comfort and feel of the DualShock 4 wireless controller you've come to love. Its sleek design with two programmable and highly tactile back buttons allows you to utilize more of your hand to shorten your response time and gives you more flexibility in competitive gameplay. AMC, how do you feel? Um, I mean, this is something that I always wanted as an option, especially when you see that uh, Xbox Elite controller, and it's like, oh, damn, they got this shit. Um, so, yeah, just the idea of, especially with Overwatch, um, I know, like, there was a lot of, like, customizations, like, that we had discussed with, like, Mercy and moving certain things to map how you switch between, like, your weapon and your staff. So now having these pedals, I feel like just having another option to make it a little more smoother as you transition between, am I going to throw out a turret? Am I going to go with the gun? Or in this case, or with Tobin, it would be the hammer or the gun. Uh, with Mercy, am I going to use healing? Am I going to switch to the gun? Uh, and so now it's just a quicker... Um, switching in between certain things also i've heard like people say in certain games when you have uh things where you have to switch to certain things with the uh d-pad this might be a better way so you don't have to move your thumb off of the uh the sticks mm -hmm. so um I, I feel like it's especially for multiplayer when it comes to multitasking it's something that will streamline a lot of your decisions and so i feel like that's a good thing overall yeah i mean more control, more versatility is always better. Xbox made a big splash when they introduced their Elite controller that had the the back pedals. It was fully remappable, customizable. Uh, Sony recently put out their... Well, they worked with, I believe, Scuff to have a Sony officially licensed Elite controller of their own that is also completely customizable. It's got excellent build quality. But this peripheral... It adds the two customizable back buttons. You can remap them. I mean, just like you said, games where perhaps they have important functions on the face buttons. Now you can put them on the back buttons and not have to take your 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 thumb off the right stick. You can maintain full camera control. It comes at a much lower price. And you maintain the form factor and function of the DualShock 4 itself rather than having to deal with the slightly off <laughs> the slightly off dimensions of a third party solution so this will let more gamers get into a more competitive style of gameplay without having to break the bank or you know sacrifice their ability to buy any other games at a given time yeah so like initially when this first came out there's a lot of like oh, a little too a little a little too late too little too late. yeah <laughs> but like I mean, the way you look at it is this is something that will now carry over into the next generation. So why not get off on a good start? Um, and like they've already released some of the schematics like with the controller. And like as we discussed, like they picked up on, I believe, what Xbox had been doing uh, with the uh, the HD rumble on the, the trigger. Mm -hmm. And so now this is like another thing that they can pick up on that like people have wanted. And I'm, there's going to be those people who like shit on it. But at the end of the day would you not rather have the option? And so, yeah, you can say like, oh, it's too late, but you got it now, <laughs> and now it's an option. Exactly. Now it's an option, and plus, we, we still don't know what the future holds. We don't know, one, what PS5 backward compatibility entails. Uh, let's look on the optimistic side. If it's supporting PS4 games, there's a possibility that it might also have DualShock 4 support. So you could bring your DualShock 4 with your back button attachment playing PS4 games on your PS5. Uh, if the form factor is similar enough, you could probably put the back button attachment on your DualShock 5. Uh, 
who knows? Either way, it's not something that costs you uh, like a hundred plus dollars. It's probably going to cost you a few dozen dollars. And I hate to put it in baking terms like that. <laughs> it's a few dozen bucks. But yeah, it you're not breaking the bank on it. It's not like, like yeah, a little too late. But it is little because it's not going to hurt you in your pocketbook. Just, just say thank you. Yeah. <laughs> People did nice things for you. Exactly. Over there working hard, R&D in this thing. It's official product. Mm-hmm. Nah. But let's move to the next topic of the week. Top topic of the week. Given that it's the end of the year, and not just the end of the year, but the end of an era. We're coming into the last year of the Xbox One and the PS4 being the the freshest consoles on the market. You know, some would say this is the swan song year where we're going to see that that last salvo of of unbelievable content, the genre definers, the, the generational defining games, the experiences that everyone's always been waiting for. So, so it's, based on a lot of the criticism, I would assume that all these lists are going to be just full of PS3 games only, right? Well, (laughs) (laughs) nothing good came out on the PS4. So at at this point in time, this is when publications like to put out their their top lists, like top 25 this games, top best games uh, of this type. Uh, We have two articles, one from Polygon and one from Games Radar, where they're both putting out their top 100 games of the decade. (laughs) Mm. Now, we're we're only going to give you the top 10 from each there's a little bit of overlap but by and large they're pretty different which they should be because they're different people with different opinions and different tastes that's just how these things shake out uh it's not all ps3 games <laughs> okay apparently that's well, what i mean despite this being it. the worst generation ever <laughs> the last generation was apparently the best generation best generation yeah back when it was the worst generation because ps2 was the best generation. yeah this is the uninspired generation i kind of I'm starting to notice that less people are talking about PS2 generation anymore. Oh, yeah. yeah. Interesting on that. Goes. Recency bias. So, poly- <laughs> recency bias. <laughs> we got new terms to explain why people like some games more than others. But we'll get to that in another segment that you are all too familiar with. But let's start with Polygon's top 10 games of the decade from the bottom up. Number 10, Fortnite. <laughs> I can hear the trolls just yeah. rolling down the mountain. <laughs> yeah. Number nine, Witcher Three. Okay. Number eight, Dark Souls. Yeah. Okay. Number seven, PT. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven. Number seven. A demo of the decade. <laughs> A game that you can't get anymore. Demo. <laughs> 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 damn we made we made a spec and now it's already the best selling the best game ever, ever. <laughs> league of legends at number six mm-hmm. number five pokemon go okay <laughs> <laughs> number four kentucky route zero which i've never heard of in my entire life never heard of it so i'm definitely going to research this one i i, I like the art style in the thumbnail that they chose so i'm gonna give it a little shot let's see what it's about number three spelunky okay <laughs> never thought i would ever say that yeah <laughs> Except for, like, top three Spelunky games of all time. Number three Spelunky. Yeah, like, they're the people who love Spelunky, but, I mean, decade? I might play it again. I mean, after running through Dead Cells and doing a lot of of other kind of roguelites, I think maybe I'm ready for Spelunky again. It was a little... I gave it two uh, shots. I tried by myself, uh, and I wasn't... I got it on PS Plus. Tried by myself, wasn't really having it. Then tried again with Marissa... And we both weren't having it. <laughs> like, what is this? <laughs> but I mean, there are the. I will say, I've heard a ton of people say that they love this game. They're really looking forward to Spelunky too. So I do understand that there are people who love Spelunky. Just from my perspective, adore adoration. Yeah, from my perspective. <laughs> so Spelunky was number three on Polygon's top ten games of the decade. Number two, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Okay, I got no problem with that. Yeah. Yeah, you loved it. Yeah. <laughs> and number one, Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. 
Now here's here's the thing with Minecraft. It's like one of the best selling games of all time. Mo Yang is talking that shit because he's not connected with Minecraft anymore. Exactly. So, like, Bailed out for two billion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Outbid Jay Z and Beyonce for a house in Hollywood Hills. Had yeah. a massive party. Got a motorcycle in cased in glass. Yeah. Um, and I get it. Like my my niece. That's all she plays is Minecraft. There are people who Minecraft is all they need. It's well. It's everything that they'll ever need like my co-workers had children playing minecraft while waiting for them at work on ipads yeah like minecraft is that game that it's right alongside gta 5 where it'll just show up on the top 20 list for npd just uh, especially on a down month just because people are always buying that game um a lot of people tried to attribute the success of Fortnite to Minecraft because it was that generation, that young generation that was basically playing this game where they were just building and loving that, but weren't really getting the action. And then once they combined that with a deathmatch style of game, um, that it, they completely picked that up and it just ended up taking over the entire world. So yeah, I mean, Minecraft, I can see its foothold. I mean, it's just, it wouldn't be on mine, but I also haven't played it. So, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, definitely would not chart anywhere on my top 100 <laughs> list of the decade. I give all respect to Minecraft. I mean, it it single-handedly popularized the inclusion of building mechanics in games. I mean, from Minecraft, we see things like settlement building in Fallout 4. We see just all even more expanded settlement building in fallout 76 we see house customization in elder scrolls hearth and stone you get terraria you got terraria which is amazing i don't i don't know what the overlap is there i forget around they came out roughly around the same time right i don't know when terraria or just close came. to yeah, each other i felt like yeah minecraft was out and then terraria came oh uh, yeah there's i mean you got no man's sky with its settlement building and base building mechanics you see it all over the place and minecraft has definitely had a profound influence on the gaming industry so while i personally wouldn't rank it anywhere near number one i do respect i i respect the technique yeah it's like it's modern day legos for kids like and i love me some Legos. yeah everybody love legos but now you gotta go digital with it and if you're gonna go digital with it give me some minecraft Yes. So now let's pop on over to Games Radar's top 10 games of the decade. (laughs) Number 10 from the bottom up, Journey. Mm. Number 9, Skyrim. Mm. (laughs) Number 8, God of War. Mm. 2018. Not to be confused. Yeah, with all the previous iterations of god of war number seven grand theft auto 5 mm. number six mass effect 2 mm. <laughs> <laughs> number five legend of zelda breath of the wild mm, okay number four red dead redemption okay number three portal 2 mm. <laughs> number two witcher 3 Okay. Games Radar's number one game of the decade, The Last of Us. Okay. All right. I heard a lot of groaning. Not yeah. a lot. Of, not a lot of like. Mm, okay. Now, you, like when I look at these lists, like I would probably so uh, Giant Bomb. They do a list and they have their top ten, but really it's basically like their top ten favorite games of every year. Like you can argue with like what's number one or whatever, but ultimately they look at it as like these are the top ten best games of the year. You can argue about the order, but you should be happy with whatever made this list. And so I would look at that list and um, I would definitely have no issue with it. Like it's hard for me to even look at the past 10 years and be like, oh, there's one single game that I can easily say was the best game out of anything I've yeah. played over the past 10 years. So like my list would look kind of similar to the idea of like, look, these are a hundred great games that I played over the past decade. Mm-hmm. Pick and choose what you like to say this one is your favorite and where it should fall but like yeah um and so i i honestly don't have any issue with it i love mass effect 2 zelda breath of the wild obviously that was one of my favorite games um last of us fucking just 
changed my life like with that ending and completely changed the industry with that that presentation <laughs> that storytelling that gameplay yeah um what a portal i never got i never played portals but i understand that people love portal when those that was during that phase of like oh you need to play these games that aren't triple a games like so like journey portal trying to think what else came out around that maybe telltale like all those games were coming the out walking dead yeah and all those games are getting game of the year like votes and people were like wait these aren't the typical big cinematic triple a titles that we're used to seeing why are the and that was like the the these original aren't real games yeah that was the original pushback from the community of like why are these games that aren't sixty dollars getting voted game of the year fuck that <laughs> so yeah i have no problem with that um trying to think what else is on that list but yeah so grand I mean, theft auto 5 grand theft auto 5 i enjoyed it um not my favorite of all the grand theft autos but I, I i recognize its impact and so i have no problem with it being there that's why i like fortnite its impact was so high it wouldn't be on my list but i wouldn't have any a problem with anybody putting it on its list because that game is just fucking t- taken over uh I mean, a free competitive multiplayer shooting building game generating billions of dollars a year uh-huh. is having tournaments making kids into millionaires yeah so much money that people are trying to sue that their likeness was stolen in the game yeah <laughs> it's so popular yeah. got, got alfonso ribeiro soon everybody losing um yeah so i mean i i've no i i'd actually be more in line with uh that second list than the first list if i were to just look at it and just think off the top of my head what were some big games yeah i would definitely favor games radars list especially their top 10 because i look at it from the perspective if i somehow magically in another dimension skip the last two generations of gaming and somebody gave me a box with these 10 games that they have i would be incredibly just happy yeah (laughs) and that's that's rare for me (laughs) um so as far as like games that like we only did the top 10 uh are there any that come to mind that you would have that like weren't mentioned so far that weren't mentioned so far i mean i know i look through the top 100 for games radar so i know that they have a lot of the games that I enjoyed in the past 10 years. Control made it on there, which I thought was extraordinary. Uh, no Man's Sky made it on there. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 made it on there. So they they got some good stuff. I mean, I would definitely like to see like Infamous 2 maybe. I mean, they, they pretty much covered all the things that I like. Except, you know, things like Hollow Knight. I think uh, Dark Souls and From Software in general had a good had a good presence on there. Maybe get some Armored Core on that list. That was kind of awesome. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I think uh, Spider Man was on there, so that's good. Yeah, like I love Divinity. Divinity would definitely be on my list. Um, oh yeah, uh, <laughs> it better be. If, if not one, at least two. Reaper of Souls that would definitely be on there for me. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, Overwatch for me. Like I've put so many goddamn hours in that game. That game is absolutely amazing it's, so overwatch would be on my list um trying to think what else that like of re- i mean yeah persona for me that would definitely be up there persona is like my top 10 of all time automatically uh i'm trying to think of some other games like i'm trying not to think of only game i'm trying to think of actually some ps3 games i would throw on there just because everything is ps4 so far those late cycle yeah <laughs> ps3 games yeah like um i mean obviously last of us i played it on the ps4 but yeah it's really a ps3 game um but yeah last of us was a, an incredible game and then um i never played red dead 2 but red dead 1 was hands down one of my favorite games i'm a little disappointed at any lack of infamous two on any list yeah that that game was shit. that was like one of the the og as far as like superhero open world games like once you get past spider-man 2 and you get like into the doldrums um then you get infamous out of nowhere and it's like oh shit and it's like a new ip and mm-hmm. uh original character original powers yeah don't like how he sounds. I don't like how he looks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you change how he looks and he sounds. Change him back. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. God. So yeah. Um, I mean, Horizon. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely Horizon. Um, didn't even play Horizon, but I'd say it's up there. Um, and I mean, like God of War. Like I, I love God of War. It's one of those things that 
I really enjoyed it, but I've just played so many other games that on a personal level where I was just like, this game feels like it was made just for me, whereas God of War is like, this is something that I feel like everybody will like. And so um, it just has a little of that um, mass appeal that isn't a bad thing, but just a game that's catered just to my liking. That's where like the divinities and the personas come into play. Oh, I got to have my Sekiro on there oh, hell yeah. with that combat system. Yeah, I, I mean, we saw, Jedi Fallen Order would definitely be on my list. Yeah, we saw, was it Dark Souls on that list? Um, mm-hmm. Would Sekiro, would that be the highest of those Souls games? Uh, that For you, me, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I mean, it's kind of hard to balance. Well, not really. Because if I'm going to be... If I'm going to be fair and give respect where respect is due, then Dark Souls would have to take the higher seat. But if I'm just going by what I personally enjoyed the most without paying respect to like the forebearers and the pioneers and the 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 paramars and all that shit, mm-hmm. Sekiro all day. Yeah. Sekiro, and then would you go Bloodborne next or would you go Dark Souls? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> probably dark souls just because that's it i like the ability to block i like having a shield and then bloodborne just because like while i love and respect bloodborne it definitely has the better art style of all three of those games and i don't know just the overall atmosphere and the art style together elevated to such a different level but i I miss the ability to block or deflect. <laughs> and we saw some Bethesda representation. Um, where would fallouts, where would they fall for you? Which one would be your favorite of the fallouts? Favorite of the fallouts. And would it be on your, your list, I'm assuming, of top 100? In the past decade? I mean, let me just you got check New Vegas, and see what You got Fallout out. 3. Well, it depends on when New Vegas came out. It came out in 2010. So New Vegas would definitely be my my top bethesda game okay after that i would probably say skyrim yeah just be skyrim it was just so damn beautiful and that music the the camera that you could pull around and look at your character more clearly in 3d you know they they did so much with skyrim that was so on point for me and then after that i would say fallout 4 then fallout 3 mm-hmm. yeah but Fallout 3 came out in 2008, so it came yeah, out. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking about that. I was like, oh, shit, that's right. Like, I couldn't even put, like, Demon Souls on this list, probably. Yeah, it came yeah. out in 2008. I, yeah. can't put, I can't put Dead Space on there. Maybe maybe Dead Space 2 and 3? Definitely 3. <laughs> but 2, I don't know when that came out. Yeah. Oh, Dead Space 2. Uh, <laughs> EA, why don't you put out a remaster of the Dead Space trilogy? People want it. The money is there. Just do it. Yeah. You can even leave off three if you want to avoid the, the anger and no, the hate. No, don't leave off three. <laughs> I need I need three back in my life. That game is so good. Yeah. So uh, good. So good. James Franco, so good. <laughs> um, anything else on that list that you would want to bring up? Well, I'm sure there's some things on this list that other people want to bring up. Oh, you know it. This PT. List. That's the only good game on that this list. list. How dare you tell me what I should like? <laughs> How dare you leave off Man of Medan? How dare you leave off Return of Overdead? <laughs> How dare you leave off Code Vein? Or Super Hot. Where's my weave track? Troll of the week, 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 where's Grand Blue Fantasy? Where's Tales of Vesperia? Where's Galgan? Where's Afro Samurai? (laughs) Where's Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball? Where's Overlord? (laughs) Where's my Jiggle Physics? Where's where's Kill Zone? Downfall. (laughs) Where's Matterfall? Where's House Mark on Shadowfall? Where's Helldivers? Oh, good. Where's... <laughs> <laughs> Hell, <Diver. laughs>
<laughs> I think that game got like a recent update. <laughs> Where's Alienation? It did. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> oh, mercy. Uh, where's my friend Pedro? Yeah, my holy Pedro. Where's, where's all the games I love? Where's Miami? Hotline Miami. I think it did make the list. Hotline One of their Miami. lists. I think it made a uh, Games Radar's list. All right, and well respected too. It yeah. should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So today's trolls are coming sideways. Both lists, lists in general. This people seem to have this aversion to lists of any kind because I suppose they're looking at it from the perspective that these these outlets are telling them how they should feel or that these games are definitively the best and you're wrong if you think anything otherwise, which is wrong. <laughs> in of itself but let's look at some of these responses uh first troll says your top five is a catastrophe moreover i disagree with eight of your top 10 breath of the wild is the most overrated game of the decade most overrated of the decade (laughs) 10 years no other game has been more overrated arguably the best zelda game ever made the most overrated game of the decade the fact that Destiny and No Man's Sky are on this list, and pretty high, too, kind of negates its credibility. Love that Alien Isolation was included, though. <laughs> so, a game that people said was completely broken, that being Alien Isolation. Yeah. <laughs> but people want to hate on No Man's Sky. That reviewed very poorly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, I think they, I think they got it together. I mean, there were enough good ideas in Alien: Isolation for it to be the Alien game that people have been waiting for for a long time. It is just funny that that that's the game. How dare you put yeah. No Man's Sky on that list? Yeah, the <laughs> let, let's talk about No Man's Sky yet again because we never do that. Love it or hate it for how it came out. Love it or hate it for what was in it versus what was said to be in it. No Man's Sky has been supported better than any other game like since MMOs like World of Warcraft or Final Fantasy fourteen. It's gotten massive content updates throughout its lifetime. I think it's been on the market for like three years. It's still getting massive content updates. It just got the synthesis, the synthesis patch recently. I mean, it had the Beyond... The No Man's Sky Beyond update, No Man's Sky Next update. It's gotten VR support. It's gone multi-platform. It's gotten a visual overhaul. They've added third person. You can mount creatures. You can build your base where you need to build your base. You got freighters. <laughs> they've done countless quality of life improvements, and they've always stuck around to fix the things that their updates have subsequently broken in the process of trying to make the game better for everybody at no cost. Yeah, like I would take the argument of you can't count any updates that were made after the 10-year mark or whatever, the decade mark. But yeah, when you look at these games, you can't base it on the launch and then that is just the game that it was. People come to games at different times, so their opinions are going to be different. And so you have to take that on to account like when i think of diablo 3 it's not just oh whatever the base diablo was that's the game that i'm now ranking against all these other ones it's no it's all the the expansions the updates and everything else that came the along seasons with the, the, the necromancers the crusader <laughs> mouthfeel yeah the additional act adventure mode ancients primal ancients mm-hmm. greater rifts key wardens yeah so like i i take all all of that into account with these games and so that's why when you look at no man's sky you can't just say well the launcher is shit and so the game is shit and it'll always be shit it's like no like you have to think of it as if you were to come into the game right when on december 31st 2019 and you were to pick up no man's sky what would that experience be and that's what we're basing it off of and same goes for Destiny. I mean, say what you want about oh, it's predatory with his microtransactions, and they're they're throttling me. They're shutting down the loot caves. It's, Destiny created the shape of games as a service as we know it today, and, and it definitely deserves to be on the list for that alone. And if you talk to anybody, Taken King was a good game. Like it was like once they put in that Taken King expansion, Destiny became great. And so that's where all the ideas came together. Yeah, that's the high watermark that you're that's the benchmark that you're using when you're using it 
on this list. You're not using the the vanilla Destiny day one. That's the game that we're discussing. We're not talking about that. We're talking about once they put in all the expansions, they got the Taken King, all that going, and they made the game that people finally were to say like, oh, this is incredible and everybody needs to play this and why isn't this in the base Destiny 2 at launch? <laughs> exactly. I mean, and let's not forget that Destiny has some of the finest shooting mechanics of any game out there it's just rock solid action plenty of customizability personalization places to go things to do people to see people to hunt with it's outstanding next troll says last of us sucked it is not the best what it's a generic third person shooter yeah, so no surprise here. There's always that dude on the thread who's like, I just played Last of Us, and I don't understand why people like this game. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing that they didn't play it. Yeah. <laughs> and they just watched somebody play it on YouTube. Uh-huh. Looked at the ending and said, the game is trash. Um, yeah, I mean, there's always going to be that little bit of hate for Naughty Dog, movie games, um, SJW, uh, what, what else we got here? Um <laughs> zombies are old <laughs> nobody likes zombies no hot women yeah <laughs> i mean they, they they check off all the things of lgbtq <laughs> j <laughs> yeah it's all the things that people hate about video games and where they're going that's checked off in the with last of us and so yeah there's gonna be those people who just think that the game is a snoozer mm-hmm. it's a big escort mission <laughs> it's, it's just a big cover shooter i mean the last of us more so than Uncharted 2 or 3. Well, Uncharted 2 or 3, yeah. The Last of Us really cemented that cinematic presentation quality that has become ubiquitous in gaming these days. I mean, for one, Sony's first-party games seem to all be benefiting from the example and the success of The Last of Us. Other developers and games are also starting to key in on it. I mean, we've seen the Tomb Raider reboot where Lara got more cinematic and it was better for those games in the long run. She ended up having a whole franchise that was very well received, except for shadow of the tomb Raider, because apparently people wanted less tomb raiding and more just high octane combat. So who knows? So when PT made uh, their top 10, (laughs) how many, how many game of the year list was PT on? I will never let that. That's the one I won't let go. It's, it's hilarious because number one, it's a demo yeah. for a game that will never be, <laughs> and everybody can't even get the demo. It was pulled by Konami out of Kojima spite. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you leaving? Fuck your, fuck your little demo, uh-huh. <laughs> your little demo. Homie. I have PT and I still haven't played it. Granted, it was received very well. People were highly excited for what it meant for the future of the horror genre kojima's back he's done it again (laughs) well it's also too it's like if you were to take the best section of a video game to give you a taste of what the entire game is going to be like you're going to say that's automatically the best video game ever made but like when it comes to any game as you know as anything plays out you got to play a full game because that's where one section will happen and there'll be a, a frame rate hitch and then somebody says now the game is trash. It's trash. So it's how did they not catch that <laughs> QA? <laughs> so yeah, you're taking a demo which is supposed to basically take the essence of a game and give it all to you in like just a little bit of a chunk. And so to take that and then compare it to these full fledged games that have their ups and their downs and they have to figure out a way to to make a great fourth act and conclusion to the game. Um you're taking all of that away and then so yeah there's there's a little bit of a bias and an unfair bias when it comes to just saying that well this one demo is better than anything that came out in the past decade next troll says what a shit list that was (laughs) next troll clueless to an incredible degree next troll this list is god awful next the last of us at number one is crazy Skyrim should be number one. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Best game of the decade, Skyrim. I'm surprised Witcher isn't like I thought everybody was saying that Witcher is supposed to be That's the greatest. Game, game of the generation. <laughs> it's better than Bloodborne. No game will come out that compares to the Witcher. <laughs> what do you like about it? Oh 
storytelling is awesome. It's like, oh, so the game itself <laughs> isn't what you champion. Jennifer. <laughs> Last Troll says, this list is a joke. Good means not commercial best. I don't even understand that sentence. But this list is the same U.S. joke like Oscars. It goes to the commercial best. That's not brave. That's profitable. I don't even understand what the hell he's saying. I thought the Oscars was all about like not the the most commercially successful thing winning. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure Parasite's gonna gonna get some. It better that movie is. You need to go see that. People need to go see Jojo Rabbit. Is what they need to do. That was outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> that movie was awesome. Uh, overall, is like I said in the preamble, people are gonna have a problem with lists all the time because much like with game reviews or just opinions in general, people have this odd interpretation of what those things are number one it's just the opinion of the outlet that's putting it out and their staff all they're saying is that for them these are the games that they treasured the most over a set period of time or on a particular platform what have you uh when it comes to reviews and things that's just a moment in time from a single person and that's just the way that they felt about a particular product when it comes to awards that's a retrospective of an entire year among an entire staff determining what they believe their favorite games are with these lists in the top 100 just take it as a suggestion that if you were to throw a dart at an image of the list and hit a game you're probably going to have a good time with it and if you're someone who doesn't have a good time with these games then hey these lists aren't for you it doesn't make the list any less useful accurate uh correct proper just because yeah just because you don't like the games on there i mean we read two different top 10 lists out of the hundred that both sites ranked the games of the decade. And each of those lists was largely dissimilar. I mean, there was a little bit of overlap. Both lists chose breath of the wild and the Witcher three, both excellent games in their own right, deserve to be played by as many people as possible. And if they're not your cup of tea, then that's just the way it goes. But you got to learn how to take this stuff in stride or make your own goddamn list. Make your own down. Let's say done. I don't want to make a list. You should just know. Troll of the week. 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 Where's Troll of the week? Where's Troll of the week? Where's Guilty Gear? Where's Jump Forest? Where's Overland? Where's One Piece? <laughs> Open world One Piece. Where's Dragon Ball Xenoverse? Not until Ninja Storm One, Two, Three, Four, Five, Six. Where's Road to Shippuden? <laughs> Where's Road to Boruto? <laughs> oh mercy! AMC. Do we have any more topics of the week? Nah, I feel like we got a good episode. We're an hour and seven minutes in on a week that had no news. We got plenty of news. Yeah. So if you survive with us this long, we greatly appreciate it, and we hope to see you around. Oh yeah. Oh, and look forward to the highly produced. Highly publicized Trolley's 19. Mm. <laughs> well, this is Control Issues. I am the AMC. And this is A-Tech. We are Control Issues. Thanks for playing. Voice got a little higher than normal there. <laughs>